This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast, once you do battle with your own sin, the grace and the mercy um, that you are willing to show to others, um, the understanding that you have of just the concept of sin and brokenness, uh, the, the grieving that you do over someone else's brokenness instead of just the fighting back, yeah. uh, understanding that Satan is crouching at our door, mm-hmm. um, right? And he desires to have us. Understanding that our first battles are all our own spiritual battles um, and understanding that we have sin that we have to deal with. It just helps us be able in a much more gracious and merciful way to deal with the sin. Well, thanks for listening to the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast resource from Journey Church International in Lee Summit, Missouri. My name is Brandon, and I'm really excited about this episode. Today, we'll be having a conversation with Pastor Christian about his new message series entitled Family Stronger. Pastor Christian, the tagline for the sermon series is battling brokenness and refusing to quit. What was the inspiration for this series? Well, Brandon, the the more I get to know people, um, especially the mentors in my life, you know, I say every time that I marry somebody, uh, I tell people that I'm marrying that I'm a student of marriage, and I love to talk to couples who have been married 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, and I I love to find out what what the secrets are to longevity. I love to look at families that that seem to be functioning healthy families that love each other Hmm. and ask people, how do you get there? You know, pastors who are before me, coaches uh, who went ahead of me, you know, principals and school teachers uh, who went ahead of me, doctors and no- nurses and uh, lawyers and union workers. You know, I like to to see people who just appear to have these, you know, grown families with kids and grandkids, and they all they all just seem to love each other, and they travel together, and they just look like they've got these beautiful families. And I love to, you know, ask them, hey, what, what's your secret? And what what I realize for all of these people is there are there are no perfect families. There are no easy roads, and it seems like the secret to families who get down the road, whether it's 50 years of marriage um, or three or four generations hanging out together at grandma and grandpa's 60-year wedding anniversary, these are people who have had to fight for their family. These are people who have had to battle through brokenness. Um, most people that I've met who have been married 40 and 50 years are married 40 and 50 years because they refused to quit, not because it was easy, but because when it was hard, they refused to quit. And now Danielle and I, as we talk to, you know, friends at our church, friends in our life who have teenagers like we do, we just, we've just found out there's just lots of brokenness. Everyone has some type of brokenness in their family and it's because of sin, right? I mean, this week's message, you know, is lays the foundation of, of broken families uh, stemming from broken people uh, who are broken by sin, and their family usually gets the brunt of the pain of that brokenness. Um, so we're we're learning to battle brokenness in our own lives. We're learning to refuse to quit when things get hard, and we have been inspired by people who continue to battle brokenness and by those uh, who refuse to quit. Too many people, because they don't battle brokenness, uh, they they do quit too early. Mm-hmm. They don't have a strong family or a stronger family. A lot of people don't have family at all because they they just refuse to fight really, really hard. And I'm hoping if we can convince some people early, maybe even before the battles come, to be aware that they're coming and that they can fight and give them some good tools to fight uh, so they refuse to quit, that that maybe our church can be filled with a lot of legacy families that have been married 40, 50, 60 years. Uh, Maybe our family can be the one with three or four generations uh, at grandma and grandpa's 60-year wedding anniversary. 
Uh, that's the dream we have for the for the families at our church if if they'll battle brokenness and refuse to quit. And sadly, we often take the path of least resistance, thinking that that's quitting. Quitting is the path of least resistance, oftentimes. So we don't want and we, we want. And, and we think quitting is easier, and we think starting exactly. over is easier. Um, mm-hmm. And we think, well, this marriage is broken, so I'll start over. But we don't realize that all, any marriage that we are in is going to be broken because we are broken. Yeah. Uh, so, we, yeah, we just we just have to keep fighting. And when I talk to people who are on their third and fourth marriage, and we have a lot of those uh, at our church that, who have, uh, you know, they've not given up on life and family, even, even when their first marriage or two um, mm-hmm. hasn't gone well. Uh, what they have found out is in marriage three and four, um, their issues kind of follow them. So it was never their spouse. It was them. Mm-hmm. And as they, as they start to get to know themselves and grow spiritually, they're actually starting to have some success. That's good. Well, the context of uh, Sunday's message is from Genesis chapter four, verses one through 16, the story of the verse, first family on this earth, Adam and Eve and their two boys, Cain and Abel. It's really not, as you look at, look at it, it's really not a great model of a family. And yet we can learn a lot from their story to help strengthen our families today. You know, the enemy Satan from the beginning has made an effort to destroy the fabric of the family. Why, why has that been his target? Why has the family been the target of, of the enemy? Well, Satan hates God. You know, first and foremost, I mean, Satan's enemy is, is God, and he wants to destroy the things of God and the people of God. Uh, and while it's really difficult to understand theologically, when you look at the doctrine of the Trinity, um, you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you realize that that God himself um, lives in relationship. God himself yes. lives in family. And God created humanity to live in relationship. And the primary relationship is family. It's why he didn't, you know, after he created Adam and it said, you know, he saw it wasn't good that Adam was alone. It's why he didn't give him a big brother. It's why he didn't give him um, a little brother. That's uh, why he didn't give him a sister. It's why he didn't give him a boss or a coworker. He gave him a wife. Uh, and then, I mean, as I guess as only God could have done in creation, um, God could have allowed Adam and Eve then to uh, multiply through anything, right? But they, you know, their love did not result in, in pets. Their love did not result in neighbors. Their love resulted in children. So Adam and Eve, who were made in the very image of God, um, you know, were a picture of how God lives in relationship and how God lives in family relationships. So when Satan can attack the family, he can attack the image of God. He can attack the purest, most beautiful, uh, relational family image of God when he can attack the family. Um, And Satan wants to isolate. He knows that we're weakest when he can isolate us. So if he can get us um, not to trust family, not to love family, not to live in family, to step outside of relationship, uh, we find ourselves back on uh, m- the middle of day six in creation, looking around saying, there's no one like me who loves me and can help me like Adam and God realizing um, that it's not good for man or woman to be alone. Um, they need people. Um, they need family. So Satan knows God's design. He wants to do- undo God's design. So he always starts with the family. Wow. Well, Pastor Christian, you outlined two key principles that will help us begin to strengthen our family in this series. The first truth is this, that sin leads to brokenness in our lives. You've alluded to that already. Are are you saying that the root of all of our family problems is our own spiritual problem? Is that what you're saying? You know, when you phrase it that way, um, probably not. However, 
there is some real foundational truth in being willing to deal with our sin. Um, you know, if, if you're asking me for every listener out there, is everything going on in their family a result of their sin? I would say no. But I would say the battle against brokenness begins with understanding my sin. Because even if the problems in your family right now are the result of your father's sin or your mother's sin or your grandfather or your great-grandma's sin, or maybe your husband or maybe your wife or one of your children, maybe the battles that you are that you were, maybe the brokenness you are battling right now is a result of somebody else's sin. Once you do battle with your own sin, the grace and the mercy um, that you are willing to show to others, um, the understanding that you have of just the concept of sin and brokenness, uh, the, the grieving that you do over someone else's brokenness instead of just the fighting back, yeah. uh, understanding that Satan is crouching at our door. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And he desires to have us understanding that our first battles are all our own spiritual battles um, and understanding that we have sin that we have to deal with. It just helps us be able in a much more gracious and merciful way to deal with the sin of others. So uh, are the battles your uh, are the, is the brokenness in your family that you're battling right now all a result of your sin? No. Will you dealing with your sin um, and fighting against your sin help uh, you understand? The, the brokenness that you're battling, yes, it will. That's good. Well, let me follow up with that, uh, with this question. In what ways have you seen the enemy disguise our family problems as anything else other than our own sin problem? Um, gosh, well, I, you know, I think in, in this age of social media yeah. um, and comparison, um, that there can be a huge lack of contentment. Um, with what we have, what we're doing, Um, you know, and and even more than that, there can be a huge comparison trap uh, where, where our expectations um, are not to be made in the image of God and to look like Jesus, but to look like somebody else. Uh, And that, that causes a lot of demons in our heart to kind of rise up when we constantly live in contrast and comparison and discontent, discontentment with what's past. Uh, I think it's also easy uh, to look at other people. We heard Clayton say this um, last week um, and to excuse our sin is that's, that's just the way yes. I am, um, you know, to excuse, to excuse it as a habit uh, rather than a sin to excuse it as a personality trait, rather than a sin to uh, describe it as a survival mechanism uh, rather than a sin. Um, it's, it's easy for us uh, to be so busy looking at everyone else, both the good in their life and the bad in their life, for us to always feel kind of a a lukewarm middle, you know, striving to have what someone else has, but always feeling like we're not as bad as someone else. And it it just allows us to to kind of keep our attention and focus off of ourselves. And if we can realize um, that Satan's battle is first and foremost against our soul. Yes. And he wants and he wants to destroy us. And and the first way he would really like to destroy us uh, is, you know, just by simply not allowing us to confront the things going on in our own life because we're always focused on others, um, then then he wins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we know in this story, God told Cain, Satan wants to destroy you. In Job 1 and 2, we see Satan wanting to destroy Job. In Zechariah chapter 3, we see Satan wanting to destroy Joshua the high priest. Um, in the book of Luke, Jesus tells Peter, um, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat so that he can destroy you. Um, every time Satan is presented, he's presented as going after an individual so that he can break them. 
And if we can quit focusing on everyone else and we can look at the things that are breaking us and we can point to those as spiritual problems and we can begin to get to the bottom of those and a lot of those being in our sin nature that may or may not have been inherited, but it's ours now and it's our yeah. responsibility. Um, we, we can have a great chance to move forward if we will beginning, if we will begin by battling our own brokenness by pressing into Jesus. That's good. Well, let's get practical for just a moment. You reminded us um, this Sunday, and you've touched on it too today, that we have to fight the sin in our lives that causes brokenness. I love the illustration you used of the runner in Colorado and the the, uh, mountain lion attack. Um, What are some practical ways we can use to fight the sin that that exists in our lives? So I had a little deal in my outline that wasn't in our sermon notes, but I, I hope everyone wrote down A. B C A A B C A. Yes. Um, admit, believe, confess, and accountability. A B C A. Any brokenness that I have in my life, if I'm going to battle it, I first have to admit it. Um, it you know, I, I have to. I have to not only understand that it's there, but I have to admit. Well, I, I think I am broken in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, I constantly find myself talking about other people. I don't mean to be a gossip, but my gosh, every conversation I am, I'm talking about somebody else. Um, every day on the way to work, I find myself getting angry and cut off in traffic. I, you know, I don't want to think I have a short temper, but I think I really have. You're the only one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really have a short temper. Um, every month I get to the end of my month and realize that I am further in debt on a credit card. I I don't want to see myself as materialistic, but clearly I keep spending more than I have, and, and on and on and on. You have, you have to first admit, A, B, C, A, you, fir- you first have to admit, hey, I am broken mm-hmm. in this area. And then you have to believe that Jesus can heal you. There you you have to believe if you will admit, I think I am broken in this area. Um, but if you believe that Jesus can heal you, you've taken your first step of identifying where, where Satan is. You know, you, you might not be able to eliminate every mountain lion on the trails of your life. But if you know where they are, um, you can avoid them. And admitting is knowing where they are. Believing is believing that God can protect you from them. Um, believing is, is you know, mapping out a strategy in life that has you moving away from this brokenness rather than living within this brokenness. So we believe that Jesus can help us. We begin to pray um, and we, we begin to seek help. We might begin to seek counseling because we believe God can change us there from the inside out. Um, C is we just confess. We confess that we need help. We confess that we need help to, uh, and you know, uh, someone in our small group. We confess that we need help to someone in our family. We confess that we need help to a pastor or some kind of spiritual leader in our life. We confess that we need help to a counselor, and we ask them to help us. And then A, accountability, is I give someone permission in this area of my life to hold me accountable. Um, I, you know, I admit that I struggle with gossip. I believe Jesus can help me with it. However, I'm going to need you to help me too. So when you hear me or see me doing it, I don't want you to embarrass me, but I want to give you permission to send me a text and say, Hey, that whole small group you were talking about somebody else. Um, you know, I know I struggle with materialism, so I'm trying to save money. So at the end of every month, I want to have coffee and I want you to ask me, did your credit card bill go up? Did your credit card bill go down? I know I struggle with anger a little bit. Um, so when you see me lash out, whether it be on social media, whether it be in an email, whether it be in a work situation, I want you to remind me, um, that I, that my brokenness is anger and, and I want to get better at that. So I want you to help me. So, um, you know, what are some real practical tools? A, B, C, A, admit it, 
believe that Jesus can help you, confess to people what's going on, and then find some accountability in those specific areas. Good. Well, let's talk about the second important truth um, you laid out on Sunday, if we desire to build a strong family, and that is this, brokenness leads to pain in our families. You know what, this, this statement you said stuck with me. You said this, the most impacted by our brokenness are usually our families. I found this to be so true in my own life. Why is that? Why, why does our own sin and the own brokenness tend to hurt the people we love the most? Well, it's because we're around them most, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, you know, s- sin leaks. Just like the Holy Spirit leaks, sin leaks. Um, and if, you know, if, uh, if your refrigerator has a leak in it, probably the first thing to be impacted will be your kitchen sure. where it sits, sure. right? So when you have a person in life who leaks sin, they're going to leak on who they are around most, mm-hmm. and that's going to be their family. Uh, it doesn't appear that Cain, Cain's primary problem was a spiritual problem with God, but he took it out on his brother. Yeah. Uh, and often a husband, uh, their biggest brokenness will be a spiritual brokenness, but they'll find themselves taking it out on their wife. A wife's brokenness will be a spiritual brokenness, but the the person who'll take the brunt of it will be their husband. Uh, a parent's spiritual brokenness is between them and God, but often the kids are impacted deeply uh, by that. So, you know, I said in the message, um, you know, the biggest shock in life is not that your family will cause you pain. It's how deep that pain will be. Uh, you know, David in Psalm 55, where we covered, um, talks about the enemy in his life who he felt like was killing him. And then he said in verse 12, I I would have been maybe okay had it been an enemy, but it was my closest personal friend. It was the people closest to me in life who hurt me the deepest. And for David, for David, it led to anxiety in Mm -hmm. his life because the people closest to him hurt him the deepest. Uh, So what we need to realize is our brokenness, is going to impact our families in negative ways. Mm. And you say, well, I don't feel like I'm that broken. And, you know, Jesus forgives me. So who cares? Your spouse cares. Your kids care. Your grandkids care because they are all being negatively impacted by your brokenness. So the first part of battling brokenness in your family is battling brokenness in your life. And if you care about your family, you will address the brokenness in your life because they will take the brunt of it. Cain's spiritual problems were taken out on Abel. Your spiritual problems might be taken out on your wife. Your wife's spiritual problems might be taken out on your kids. So normally family, because fam- because you sit in your house, they're going to be the first ones to feel the leak of mm-hmm. sin in your life. And they're going to be impacted the most deeply. They're going to be impacted the most painfully. And again, the biggest shock that I have seen now in 20 years of ministry and 41 years of life is not that families cause each other pain. It's how deeply families cause each other pain. Um, It's a shock to our system. But again, one that Jesus can help if we will commit to battling brokenness. That's really good. Well, final question today, and and I think this will be helpful for someone. Uh, There's perhaps someone listening to this podcast now that has been deeply hurt by the brokenness of a close family member. It still really stings. What can they do this week to begin the healing process from that pain that they feel so deeply? Well, first, let me say this. For everyone listening who has been deeply hurt by a family member, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry you've been hurt. Uh, I'm sorry you're wounded. I'm sorry that you might have a scar that will never go away. Uh, you didn't deserve it. Uh, you didn't earn it. 
um, I'm sorry that you were in the line of righteous Abel, Mm -hmm. who was just at the wrong place at the wrong time related to somebody who was really broken. So I'm, I'm sorry for that. Uh, what are some things you can do if you've been deeply hurt by a family member this week to begin to heal? One, cry. Um, cry and, and know that it's okay to be hurt. Uh, know that you don't have to protect a broken family member by, ask, by, by acting like things don't hurt. Uh, know that you don't have to defend a broken family member by acting as if it's okay and you're tough. And it's all their mom or dad or grandma or grandpa's fault or their boss's fault or the culture's fault or their job's fault. Um, So cry um, and know that it's okay to be hurt. Um, Go tell someone uh, how much you've been hurt. Uh, But I would say first and foremost, tell Jesus Hmm. and believe that Jesus can heal you. Just every day, begin to tell Jesus how much you've been hurt in as much detail as you possibly can. God, when my dad said that, God, when my mom did this, God, when my spouse Uh, did this, God, when my grandparents did this, God, when my sibling did this. And in as much detail as you can, unpack your hurt to God and realize that you are in the line of able if you've been hurt deeply by a family member. Um, You might not have done anything wrong, but be in the wrong place at the wrong time related to the wrong person. Um, However, believe that God can bring healing from that and reflect on your own brokenness as you process the hurt in your own life, reflect on your own brokenness and how you might have inadvertently uh, hurt others, caused others pain around you, um, and be willing to consider forgiving those who have hurt you because you understand their brokenness ultimately came from Adam, um, ultimately came from Cain. It ultimately came from Satan. Who, right. whoever, hurt, whoever hurt you has been hurt deeply by Satan. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. Whoever hurt you has been hurt deeply by Satan. And if you will realize um, that, hey, they, they lost the battle to their lion that day on the trail, but you can win yours today. Um, maybe you can begin to experience healing in your life. And, and maybe as you experience healing, you can begin to see the hurt in the person who has hurt you. Uh, and maybe God will allow you to, uh, to begin to forgive their hurt, just realizing um, that at some point in their past, they were probably at the wrong place at the wrong time related to the wrong person um, and they they got caught on a trail by a lion on a wrong day they got caught in a field with Cain uh, when they hadn't done anything wrong and they suffered horrible pain and now they're just passing it on because that's that's all they know how to do yeah well pastor Christian I really believe that this series is going to be deeply impactful it'll be healing it'll be freeing for many individuals many families so thank you for guiding us through this new series. And let me encourage you as listeners today, if you know someone who is experiencing struggles in their family, and chances are you do, please invite and bring them to Journey or show them how they can connect and watch online. This is going to be a great series. So share this podcast with them as well. It's really important that we have strong families in our communities. Well, thank you for carving out a few moments of your day to listen to Activate. We look forward to catching you next time on the Activate podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. 
Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.